everybody. Welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan, and it's a Monday. Oh, let's try it again. <laughs> it's a money-making Monday as we have Monday Night Football College Edition with the Wolverines facing the Huskies tonight. Uh, big show. I mean, so much to talk about. We have the national championship game tonight. We have the final. Well, how many teams is it? 14 teams? Two, four, six, seven, 14 teams in the NFL. So lots to talk about today on the show. Chris Andrews, the director of the sportsbook here at the lovely South Point Casino. That's where we are, ladies and gentlemen, the South Point Casino here in Las Vegas, Nevada, right off the 15. If you're coming in from L.A., we're the first thing you see once you hit Vegas. And joining me as always, because it's a Monday, it's Alex White, Miss White, Mrs. White, Miss White, <laughs> Miss White, Miss White. Sorry, there you go. I got <laughs> Miss White was a, that was a that was one of the things in Clue. That was a character in the game Clue. There was a, yes. a Mrs. White. That's why I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did I you always, always picked that one, of course. I was always Colonel Mustard. I knew you were going to. You say knew that I was going to say. <laughs> well, I loved Mustard. I liked that. Professor Plum was okay, but he's a little stuffy. So Colonel Mustard was cool, and you know, and then I later became a Colonel in the Marines. So anyway, um, no laugh on that. Oh, okay, and yeah, nice try. Uh, Ryan, what, <laughs> <laughs> what game piece were you in Clue when you would play Clue? Didn't matter? Were you a big Clue fan? I it mean, wasn't a video game, so I know. We it's played it. My team. mom was more of a Monopoly fan. Oh, yeah. So we played more, more <laughs> Monopoly than Clue. Speaking of Monopoly and moms, um, I missed this back in Pittsburgh on Thanksgiving. My mom flipped the board, and I know she's watching right now. <laughs> Saying, don't, I guess there was some drinking going on with my nephews, and my mom was, uh, she flipped the board. She flipped the Monopoly board. It's, it gets frustrating. It's been I done. Don't, I don't play yeah. <laughs> Insane. I liked life a lot, though. If you're going to play a really long one, life was The game of life where you yeah. had the spinner in the middle. That's right. And then you had the little car, and you put the little pegs in. Yep. They made a game show version of Game of Life. Yeah. Yeah. Who hosted that? I haven't watched it. That was me. <laughs> I was the host of that show. That's nice. Did you watch the show? Uh, no. Probably didn't even realize it was me. Yeah. Hasbro, Kevin Belenkoff, uh, one of our expert handicappers, will be on later this week. Um, he was one of the producers of that show, and Very I was cool. uh, the host. We did like uh, nice. 15 or 20 episodes. We had a really futuristic thing where the kids sat in the car, and they had this like you know VR thing where they drove through the game to get bonus prizes. But to make the car move, it was just two stagehands with like sticks, like shaking the car. It's pretty All right. Cool. I think they're I think they're online. I'm not sure, but yeah. So, so did you travel for that one too, or was it no? All we, no, we did that place? all in the studio in okay. Los Angeles, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And it was by Hasbro. It did really. Well. It was on the uh, the Hub, which was Hasbro's cable channel, and they had a couple other shows on there. I think Scrabble. I know if Kevin's watching, he'll tell me. But it was fun. Yeah, we didn't do a second season, but it was fun. We gave away trips to families that went to Hawaii. Okay. And they've I've actually stayed in touch with one of the guys. He actually will send me like every year. He sends me like a birthday card or a. Or Christmas greeting saying, hey, thanks again for that trip to Hawaii. I'm like, I didn't pay for it, but, you know, <laughs> I gave it to him, so he yeah. thanked me. But, yeah, game of life. Well, speaking of Clue, there is no mystery today. We have a great show. It'll be in the billiard room with the candlestick. I always used to use the candlestick as the weapon. Uh, <laughs> Alex, what do you got for us today? Coming up later today. We're teasing it. So you wanted to talk a lot about props Heck for yeah. the national championship yeah. game. We have a whole sheet of it here at South Point. So I did a lot of homework. We'll go through those and see if we can find an edge on yeah. some of those. We'll talk a little hockey, but there's one that I really like, and I don't think you're going to like it. So we'll get your opinion <laughs> on that because the Penguins are playing. So They are. They're playing the Flyers, right? They are, it's yeah. our biggest rival in the world. Yeah, look at this sheet here at the South Point. you got to come down, place a bet. These are the uh, all the props you can do on the national championship college football game. What is it again? CPF, FPC? <laughs> the college football playoff. C college, national CFP. Yeah. CFP. There you CFP. Go. It was the BCS for a long time. 
That's the first old timer, old timers, Jesus. All right, today is January 8th, 2024, episode number 62. You know, I should point out, Ryan, you're wearing a jersey that we haven't even mentioned the NFL season. Uh, did your team make the playoffs? No, but Josh Fields, did he play well? Justin. Justin Fields? Josh Fields? I don't know who that is. He didn't throw another athlete. Didn't attempt a single pass in the third quarter. Wow. So I think that says more about Luke Getze and his ineptitude than Justin Fields' inability to perform. Now, you talked about this on Friday. You thought this was like the game of his career against Green Bay, right? Because first of all, they can knock yep. out Green Bay. Sucks. Right? They can knock Green Bay from the playoffs, Sucks. which would give Bears fans uh, something to look forward to or something to hold on to in the offseason. Sure. Um, and you said this is, this is the, the game that of Justin, Justin Fields, Fields' career. Yeah, that he would make a statement, and he wasn't even able to. The offensive line was a revolving door, and wide receivers couldn't get open. And, yeah, they just wish him the best if he's not the Bears quarterback. Well, what do you forward, do? But... That's what I was going to ask you, because now what do you do? You guys have the number one overall pick. There's four or five quarterbacks that are blue chippers. You know, um, it's I'm at the point where it's not my decision to make, and I just, I just do not <laughs> want Caleb Williams. You do want Caleb Williams? Do not. Oh, you do not. I, I wouldn't want Caleb him either. Williams. Well, what about Drake May? Because even uh, your buddy Spencer McLaughlin is saying yeah. he feels like Drake May is the best. Traded up to draft a North Carolina quarterback in Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, how'd that work and out that for the Bears so before? Well. <laughs> and then the Commanders drafted another North Carolina quarterback in uh, Sam, Sam Howell. Howell. And that Sam worked Howell's out so done well. okay. I mean, no one ever thought he was a first-round guy, though, right? But All right, so who do you Drake take, with, supposed to be who do you take with your number one pick if you're the Bears yeah, GM? Trade it. You trade it. Trade, trade it. Down. Get, build the roster before you get the quarterback. You can right. trade it. Get a haul, get first-round picks next year, possibly the year after, get more picks this year. You cannot put all of this pressure on right. one quarterback to fix the team when he will not do it. Caleb, or, yeah, Caleb Williams, USC, yeah. Los Angeles, will not succeed in Chicago weather. That's, that's a good point. Well, that's a good point that right there. That is not, yeah, not setting up State, for right? a future. By the way, I, I thought about how we the Steelers robbed that draft pick from you guys for Chase Claypool. And Chase Claypool was the attended receiver on the last play uh, in, in the Colts game. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, my God. You, uh, yeah, against the Bills, I mean. And uh, Chase Claypool. We got Joey Porter Jr. out of that, who's, who's yep. going to be a— Who would have been great on the Bears defense. Would have been, he would have Especially since Jalen Johnson didn't play on Sunday. So what do the Bears do? If you're a GM, you're a, he's a Bears fan. We, he's talking with his heart right now. Do you take Caleb Williams at number one? I like Justin Fields. I wouldn't. Okay. I'm with him. I think you should build the roster around him. Maybe trade out. What could you trade out? Maybe get Brock Bowers, get some O-line guys, like just get some strength. Yeah. Do, I do see not Brock, draft why do I keep seeing Brock Bowers as a I keep seeing Brock Bowers as a bear or something. I mean, he just looks like a good bear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the kid can stay healthy, he will be good on whatever team he goes to. Yeah, he does have that that thing about him. All right. So anyway, uh, great jersey though. That's a, is that a hoodie as well? No, well, I have my hoodie on underneath it, but, but it's also orange. Like Ryan coordinates is what he does. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen. He coordinates. Um, I am very uh, happy yesterday the way things turned out. Um, yes. I didn't even have to sweat the Bills Dolphins game. Yep. Right. Really? I didn't even have to. Jacksonville gave you the gift. Jackson, you know what? And I knew they would. Jacksonville, man. Everyone's calling for Doug Peterson. This team made the playoffs last year. Had that epic comeback against the Chargers. Now they you had know, an epic collapse. Epic this collapse. Year. They were the one seed and. Didn't even they make were. the playoffs. And you know, I'll never forget this. At the beginning of the year, there was a guy on TikTok that placed a bet like 20, 30,000. Yep. Remember that? Yep. I think, I don't even, we showed it on the show. It was either 30 or 50. 30 or 50,000 said the easiest bet of the year, easiest prop bet was Jacksonville winning oh. the AFC South. Gosh. And I thought about that guy as, as Jacksonville 
lost to the Titans. And I was like, man, that guy. He and I remember at the time, I'm like, yeah, maybe I should I jump on that. Because I'm like, who thought the Texans or Dolphins would be any good? And uh, the Titans, you never know. But wow, that guy, he ate it hard there. <laughs> Could have right. gotten a good price at the Texans, too. Yeah, the Tech. Oh, my God, right? Worst yeah. to first. Yeah. And I went, you know, I was rooting for them. I was rooting for the Tech. Even though the Colts are a traditional team. Old school team. I liked the Colts when I was growing up because they had Burt Jones and then they had Peyton. But, you know, it's good to see some new blood in there. We got to mix it up. And it's yeah. huge for them. They get to host a game this weekend rather than going somewhere. That so. is massive. Man. I mean, they got stuck with the Cleveland Browns and that defense. Yeah. But that is true. Yeah. But that Browns defense isn't necessarily the same on the road. That's right. So let's see. They also get the Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> That's true. So. Um, so we're going to talk. We'll get to the NFL playoffs. Remember, we have Chris Andrews coming up. All the lines are out. Um, it's going to be a great weekend. I like that they spread it out over three days. Too I do now. too. Right? There's a Monday night. I was wondering what the Monday night game. The Monday night game is Tampa and Philly. I thought that was an odd choice for the Monday night game. I agree. Right? I the same thing. I mean, because it's like that's the one game people are going to schedule their whole day around. I actually, there was an outside shot. I thought, you know, Steelers, Chiefs, that's kind of a marquee matchup, matchup maybe. Yeah, but Roger Goodell was a genius and made all the Swifties now pay for Peacock on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought, you don't think wow. uh, teenagers have Peacock? We're watching The Office on there, maybe. I don't know. It's a good point, though. Yeah, I, I tweeted yesterday. I'm like, uh, attention, everyone in Pittsburgh. Good luck explaining to your, yeah. your parents and grandparents <laughs> what Peacock is and how to get it on their television. <laughs> that is going to be a nightmare. Now, I know sometimes when games are on NFL Network, it would be on the local CBS affiliate, right? So you didn't have to worry about telling your parents or grandparents how to watch a game. Now with Peacock, I mean, is there a run on fire sticks at Best Buy? I have no idea how people are going to watch that game. Well, you know, it's great. You can watch them right here at the Sportsbook. This is true. This Damn is it, true. Alex again with the right winner. Here. Yeah, come to a sportsbook and watch the game. It's a 10 a.m. kickoff. I might be I might be right by the I'll sit right in that third chair next to the the woman who always knits in the sports book. We have a woman, if you ever come out to the sports book, we don't know her name. She's not here today. We we do know her. I I can't remember what her name we'll is. Well to talk to her. Arlene her or Marlene. Name. We thought it was her, but it's not her. Anyway, old woman who knits out there. Come down to the sports book. It is a great place. You got the deli over there, which if you watch Sports by the Book. I did a hit on their show a couple weeks ago about the deli. Unbelievable food. I never got my pastrami, but it's too late now because <laughs> I'm on keto. I could eat the meat, not the bread. But I'll, the you, I'll take salad, it for you. What's that? I'll eat it for you. There you go. I'll get the sandwich. Uh, anyway, thank you for watching. We have a big show. We'll get to all that. We'll get to prop picks. I have a prop pick. No big surprise of what it's going to be tonight if you've watched the show. And we'll talk NFL playoffs and Chris will be in later. But anyway, it's show number 62. Congratulations to everyone who works on the show. No exciting number 62. You know, we like to do the collage of jerseys that Ryan puts together. But instead, we're going to do something a little different. The 62nd highest paid athlete in each of the major four sports. Is that yes. right? Yes. Okay. I have not looked at this list. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. You did tell me Mike Williams. So, Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Chargers. He's making, what, $20 million? $20 million a year. Yeah, he had $40 million guaranteed when he signed the contract. But here's the great. He's the 62nd highest paid player, and he's making $20 million. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice, huh? In, in that position or in, no, no, in, in the football. NFL? In, all in the NFL. NFL. Yep. Right. So you go to baseball and you go to these, which, by the way, I'm shocked in baseball that it's not higher than the football salary. I don't know what that, because usually baseball is insane, right? Well, I mean, Shohei made it insane. Well, that's true. But And the Dodgers did it again yesterday. They did yeah. another. With Teoscar Hernandez. Yep. Yeah. They deferred part of his contract, yep. too. I think most of it. Yeah. And he's a great player. He's going to hit 30 homers at Dodger Stadium. Trust me, that guy's a beast. Uh, I, I was hoping, uh, of course they're not. Anyway, Abreu makes $19.5 million as the 62nd highest paid baseball player. And uh, let's see, and, and hoops. Now see, hoops, that's where the money gets insane. Kyle Lowry, 
28 million dollars and he's 62nd my god jerry's choking on that he can't believe it he's over there coughing he can't believe that kyle lowry makes that much money and then why don't you tell us the hockey one brady kachuk yep he's how much is that he's making 8.2 million a year that's not now i would have thought the number would be a little lower for hockey the hockey salaries are getting up there yeah i mean these guys used to make these guys used to have to work in the offseason practically in hockey yeah I mean, I mean, you still have the, the league's going the sports. So. It is half. It is half. Right. And they play. Less they still play 82 half. games, right? I'm just shocked at Abreu. I mean, again, if you looked at football and baseball, well, you know, now with quarterbacks making crazy money, the top 10 of football and the top 10 of baseball, probably you might have higher salaries than football, actually, because yeah. you got every starting quarterback's making like 30, yeah. Daniel Jones, 40, 40 million, yeah, 40 plus. Mahomes, 50. I think Burrow is 55 million. How's that working out, too? How many um, quarterbacks did we see this year? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we saw quite a bit. Exactly. That's why I, the Justin Fields scenario where you yeah. have to pay him, you don't have to pay yeah. him. You pick up the fifth-year option, you tag him, and well, that's three year is, years. Is next year is fourth year. Yes. So and you have to make a decision. So next year would be guaranteed, yeah. and you have to make a decision before May, and so that's the fifth year. Yeah. And then if he's all right and you don't like any quarterback prospects in two years, then you franchise tag him or you sign somebody. I just I don't understand the narrative of you need to sign him to a fifty or fifty yeah. million dollar contract. I mean, hey, I thought Carson Wentz looked pretty good yesterday. I mean, for the Rams, that guy he had like nineteen or twenty rushes. Like yeah. he was like playing old school football. Not exactly playing starters. On no, the Niners true, defense, but but still playing NFL, still playing an NFL yeah, game. NFL caliber. I always defense, like yep. Carson Wentz. You know, you root for that guy. He went to South Dakota or North Dakota. North Dakota. State. North Dakota State. And who won the big game? South, South Dakota State. South Dakota State, State won. Yeah. Were you watching that game at all? No, no. I wasn't. Again, Chris Andrews, sportsbook director, who'll yeah, be here. He was watching it because he has some some grandkids or nieces or nephews that are went to Montana. Yeah, went to Montana. Montana. But I mean, who, what a dumb, dumb idea to schedule that game on a Sunday. Yeah, we had six morning games. Yeah, NFL and seven seven games. afternoon games. Yeah. Seven yep. afternoon. So yeah, so it was not a good spot. What was them. the viewership on that? It was like our viewership. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many subscribers, Give us some Ryan? Credit, man. We are now over a thousand. We're over a thousand, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everybody, for your help. Well over a thousand. We're at a thousand and one. Or what? One point zero one. So I think we're closer to ten than. Okay, could one. be closer to ten. We're gonna take that number. We really appreciate, it. Oh my God! Look at the live comments pouring in, popping. Uh, Mike Williams also only played sixty-two minutes this year for the Chargers. He only played sixty-two minutes for the Chargers. I'm sure he was okay. Oh, sixty-two! I see what you did there. Yeah, you rascal! You, you know, he's already getting all tuned up for the Washington game tonight. So, two of my best friends. One, this is the weirdest thing. My friend Ryan went to Ohio State. Not name Ryan. He's the biggest Michigan fan. I don't know how that works. He's a weird guy. He not got? Did he not get any love at Ohio State? I don't. I don't know. B Town dummy, you might have to tell me. He went to Ohio State, but he's he's he bleeds blue. He's he's going to the game. He's that's, flying right now in Houston that's to the really game. Interesting. And Christian, who is B Town Dummy, is a UW grad. So those two are going to watch the game together. But instead, Ryan got a ticket without him. Oh he's like, God. I got tickets. I'll see you later. There's more to that story. I'll tell you off the air. But anyway, how much um, was that flight for him? I love how you, your guest you had last week was talking about. Um, oh no, that was Detroit, huh? What? Oh, Were yeah. Oh, still Chris Newberg was talking about Detroit. Oh, the, the, the airline driving. tickets? Yeah. Who yeah. did he say? He or said they would Washington? drive from Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Okay, from Michigan. Yeah, no, no. He yeah. said, screw it. Oh, we'll drive. Yeah. Side. Okay, yes. And he's probably right. A lot of people probably would drive from Michigan. Washington would be a long drive as well. It could be a really long drive home. So, yeah. Or it will be for one of them. For it's one true. of the teams. Yeah. Uh, many of our Bills would draft a quarterback with a lame duck coach and a new Bears. OC. That's the Bears way. But yeah. Well, 
I mean, at this point, you're going to fire Eberflus. You can't be stuck in the same circle or cycle of you, dra you have a head coach, you draft the quarterback, you fire the head coach, you leave the quarterback for the next head coach. So, I mean, that's why I, I want to wish Justin Fields the best wherever yeah. he goes, but <coughs> something, some part of that cycle needs to change. You do. Um, <laughs> Bob Dell, uh, one of our regular viewers, had a message for Jerry. <laughs> Tell Jerry the first half of the show you should talk about Steelers-Ravens game. Second half of the show, talk about Steelers-Bills upcoming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am wearing a Steelers shirt because we made the playoffs. Woohoo! Yeah, you uh, don't have to talk about after the season for you don't. right now. Even though I still hear people talking about Tomlin and what he's doing next. Why yeah. do people do that so much? Why can't they let them finish because they know, need to have something to talk you should about. Read, you should read the the like chat boards in Pittsburgh. I, people want them gone, but every team in the league would probably want them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, today is National Argyle Day. Boom. Argyle socks. Socks. You see? Anne? Anne, help me. Anne? Anne, help. Anne? <laughs> there they are. Argyle socks. I wore Argyle socks. And we combined that with something, or Ryan did. Today is also National, I'm not making this up, Snuggle a Chicken Day. <laughs> You think I'm making that up? It's crazy. It's it's a thing. So Ryan, what did you do? You put it into AI. What'd you get? AI. Uh, I tried to get someone snuggling the chicken. Right. It more just took the argyle sweater with the <laughs> the chicken. So that is the first time in history that it. No, you know what? It's probably not. I was going to say that a chicken has worn an argyle sweater. Probably not. Yeah. No. There's probably some weird farmers that that. There's probably some. You know what? We could have the woman out here who knits. We could probably have her knit an argyle sweater. We could find a chicken. We could go to the chicken. I heard there's everyone keeps telling me I have to go to the chicken ranch and that I'd have a good time there. So I'm going to go to the chicken ranch, which is close by, and they get you. They give you hugs there. I hear right. How much are you can get a chicken and you can hug the chicken at the chicken ranch? Is that how it works? It seemed high. The prices seemed high. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a the joke in there somewhere. Oh, the chicken ranch is a brothel. Oh, never mind. Okay, go. I didn't realize that. I thought it was a place I could go hug a chicken. Full circle though that your show usually does. That's really funny. Is did you hear Harbaugh's Our comments show. to his um, his players out. about chickens? I did not. He's like, he, I think he told them don't eat chickens because they're a nervous bird. Are you serious? He said that? That's, you know that's where funny. he got that from? He got that from an episode of Modern Family. Okay. <laughs> There's an episode of Modern Family where, uh, not Al Bundy, Ed O'Neill, uh, who played Al Bundy on Married the Children, who's the dad. He's uh, Jay Pritchett. He's helping Cam coach football because Cam coaches the football team. If you're familiar with Modern Family, of course. And he said you can't get you can't give them chicken before a game. It's a nervous bird. You got to go with your mutton. So I I don't know. Maybe he stole that from Modern Family. Probably. Whoa, Jim Harbaugh watching Modern Family and buying his pants from uh, coaches get their their uh, their quotes from all over the place. Really? Yeah. I missed the chicken thing. I was too excited about Hug a Chicken Day. So what do they eat then? What do you eat? What did you eat before a game in high school? Pop tarts, Skittles. <laughs> You're beast mode. You're Marshawn Lynch who ate Skittles before every game. National snuggle a chicken. Uh, yeah. Uh, many homes do keep chickens as pets. And when comfortable, chickens enjoy being petted and held by people. They were domesticated as far back as 10,000 years ago. Would you ever have a pet chicken? I would. But my mom um, had chickens growing up, and she's a vegetarian now. So oh, it is. Let's not go. <laughs> Interesting turn of events. This sounds yeah. yeah. This sounds sounds like we should stop right here and just just show that cute picture of a chicken in an argyle sweater again. <laughs> All right, and the last one before we get to talking some numbers. It's National Show and Tell Day, ladies and gentlemen. National Show and Tell Day. I said I alerted everyone on the crew to bring something in. I went and brought this in. So I'm like a little kid for show and tell. Oh, that's a nice graphic. I, uh, I'm here in Vegas, and as a tourist, kind of, even though I live here now, I bought an Elvis rubber ducky, and because uh, Elvis, 
which we'll talk about more coming up in a second. But there's my Elvis rubber ducky. I went on vacation and I went to the neon, what's it called? The neon uh, graveyard. And that's where I got this. It even says neon graveyard right there. So there, there's, it's still wet from floating <laughs> in the bath. <laughs> if you really want to hear the story, this had sunk where it was and I had to get a brush and get it out and I had to stick my arm in and get it. Uh, there's water going everywhere. There's still some more water. Just a little pop. So there's my oh, show nice. and tell. Ryan, do you have Very anything nice. for show and tell? Yeah. I, my, uh, my first NFL game was at SoFi Stadium. Okay. It was, uh, I, I want Justin Fields to succeed because for personal reasons, yes. he was, his first game was my first game. Oh. And the picks that we traded up to get him with. Yeah. With the Giants. One of those picks ended up being Daniel Ballinger. Daniel Ballinger, your buddy. Yeah. Well, um, so. I haven't had him on the show. But, uh, <laughs> well, well, the season's over. season's over, so yeah. right, coming up. Yeah. Good. All right, we're going to get Daniel Ballinger. Well, that's a really cool show and tell. Uh, and what did you bring for us today, I'm Alex? really sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I, I was working, you know, on you the numbers, on crunching numbers. numbers. So. But you were thinking about bringing in. I was going to bring my national championship ring because won it in college. Thought it was appropriate for the yeah, game tonight. Yeah. But, so yeah. maybe I'll bring it Friday. Just, yeah, bring just, it. We'd like to see it. Okay, be pretty cool. And we said you were going to uh, bring some tapes at one point. Tapes. <laughs> oh, How yeah. old am I? Bring some old half-inch tape. Jerry, did you bring anything for uh, for show and tell? Oh, he did? Jerry's got something awesome. Jerry! Oh, yes. All right, Jerry. Our content manager, he's getting up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, wait a second. It's is he coming on stage? It's pretty sweet. Yeah, Jerry, you may as well go out, go out there. All right, Jerry, come on out. Oh, I've seen it on TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry. The Jerry Trevino. Jerry Trevino, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, what do we have Sonic. here? That is a Sonic person. That's a one-of-a-kind Sonic the Hedgehog guitar. Jerry, how long have you had that? 25th anniversary. 25th. That is unbelievable. And if you want to watch Jerry shred, oh, do you want him up front end or where would be better? Yeah, shred it. All right. Sh uh, he, just, he doesn't have an amp. He doesn't have an amp. Well, just play it. Just show us just how cool the... it looks mm -hmm. when you play. Can you play with your mouth like Jimi Hendrix? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Jerry, here, can you bring it up front just one more time so we can get a close up of that? Here, show which camera, Ann? Cam two. Center camera. Look at that. That is show and tell, baby. Very good. And Jerry, we're uh, we're hopefully in the future very shortly. We're gonna have Jerry is gonna uh, That's sweet. he's gonna write and produce and lay down a track for our new theme song. I yes. think that's a great yes. idea. Yes. <laughs> I have to stop talking about Pittsburgh for him to record that's a new the deal. song. Uh, in a couple weeks. In a couple weeks, that's a deal. All right. Yeah. Hopefully he will. We we hope now. I don't know. That's that's why if it's if it's one or the other, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Anyway, thank you, Jerry. And did you bring anything in? She's got she's got pictures of it. She's got pictures of it. All right, show and tell picture. picture. What the heck? Oh, is that all? Mi is that big helmets or mini helmets? Baseballs. Baseballs. Oh, those are. <laughs> hey, maybe not. I need an eye check. Oh, those are all baseballs. Explain what those are, Ann. Uno momento. Can I hear myself? I got gotcha. you. All right. So those are all the stadiums I've been to that I've uh, seen a baseball game at. What a great idea! What yeah. is the blue one? The blue one, which blue? The, the bottom, bottom right, right, like at four o'clock. Oh, uh, like at four. Oh, that's Chicago. It's Cubs. Oh, nice. Cubby one, nice. Oh, that's very cool. What's yeah. your favorite one? You know, uh, Those, well, they're time? different. The, the events were great. Um, like going to the Yankee Stadium. I went to Yankee Stadium the last year and the old stadium. Oh wow, nice. So I got two two balls from that, and then. Um, uh, I I used to just get great seats, um, ha having some nice hookups along the way. So, <laughs> I love it. So like some of the, them, it was just a, a great 
park experience. And then sometimes, it, like, there's a, it's a Mickey Mouse one in the top center there. Well, that's always a good one. Yeah, just in, so it, it just became my um, my go go to for um, souvenirs if I visit someplace. That is great. That is an awesome idea. Magnets on the refrigerator. I've done that for a long time, and then it gets full, and you get kind of annoyed at how junky it looks. So baseball is very nice one. And and Drew Doug, did he bring anything, Andrew? He can he can take partnership in that. Oh wait, he did. Cricket. Oh, who is that? That this is Colby. Um, he didn't want to come in. For oh. <laughs> wait, Colby Calais, Colby like Colby Calais, the singer. Yeah, for all the for all the Colby Calais fans out there. But um, I asked if he wanted to come in today for show and tell, but he, wasn't he didn't want to come in. He wasn't <laughs> yeah. about that nine to five. Yeah. He uh, the picture on the left is actually from this morning. Um, oh, it's a montage. Oh, I see. I thought that was, I thought, no, a collage. I thought that was a stuffed animal. I thought it was a cat toy, the one on the left. No, uh, and that's him on the steps, Kobe Cat Lake. Can you count me in? Isn't that from yeah, one of her songs? It is, it is. Yep. A bubbly and take a mind. Her dad, Kobe Calais' dad, was the engineer and uh, the sound engineer on the album Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. No one cares. All right, anyway. <laughs> I thought that was a neat trivia fact that I pulled out of my ass. Um, out of my head. All right. Uh, that's all the show and tell. That's all we have. Good job, That was everyone. nice. It was a good job, everyone, except for one person <laughs> didn't bring anything in. Yeah, her dad. Uh, yeah, uh, Andrew, there you go. Now you know. His dad, uh, her dad, the engineer. All right, let's open up. Frankly speaking, Frank or fiction. We don't know what we're calling the segment yet. We're, I thought frankly speaking isn't bad. Frank facts. Frank fun yeah, facts. I still like Frank's. Fast takes more than frankly speaking. Right, maybe we're going back to fast takes. I know. I, we're working on it. Anyway, uh, on this day in history in 2000, I think it's apropos since the NFL playoffs are upon us. Uh, I watched this game live. The Music City Miracle. Uh, this is like one of the worst bad beats in history. The Titans were... My okay, so here's the field goal right now. So what's the score here, Ryan? Uh, that's to take the lead, 16-15. Okay, so it's 16-15. Okay. So Buffalo has the lead. They kick off the ball. Why do I feel like Doug Flutie was the quarterback in this game now? Or Rob Johnson? Who was it? Now, here's the music. So there's Frank Wycheck. And then Dyson, I believe, was his name. Kevin Dyson. I definitely thought that was a Look at that. Look at that convoy down the sideline. No flags. Music City Miracle. Now, the final score is what? 21? Well, they kicked the extra point. Yeah, they that's Wycheck. A lot of people in Buffalo still think that that was a forward pass, but it really wasn't. Go for two to go up seven. And sadly, Frank Wycheck just passed away about a month ago. Uh, he was a hell of a tight end in the NFL. He was with the Titans for a long time. He's a torture team I root for. But threw a perfect pass. And uh, the Titans were minus five in that game. So they did kick the extra point. So the final score of that game was? 22-16. 22-16, so six points. Why would they kick the extra point? Usually when a game ends on the last play of the game. Well, yeah, but there was still time left. They, oh, was they, there a few yeah, seconds? They had to okay, kick it back Okay, my off. bad. So, uh, yeah, that's one of the worst bad beats. Titans were, were minus five. So when Buffalo kicks the field goal, you're like, it's over. I got this. Touchdown and the extra point, the Titans cover at home. That is one of the worst bad beats That makes ever. sense why they didn't go for two. What's that again? So that makes sense why they didn't go for two. Yeah, to right. Be up seven. They wanted to if cover. they didn't get it, yeah, they would be fine. We're going to have to ask Chris about this. We're going to have to ask Chris where he was. So I was 24 years ago today. If he had any action in that game. Yeah, 22-16. Kevin Dyson with 16 seconds run the uh, length of the field. Frank Wycheck, rest in peace. Great tight end. All right, now we're going to talk about college football. Obviously coming up tonight, we got some uh, prop picks we want to talk about. We'll talk about the game in general. But on this date in 2018, 
and I remember this game, I can't believe it's already been six years, that Tua threw the winning touchdown in overtime. Alabama beats Georgia. Do you remember watching this game? I do. Were you on this game at all? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> so here's, uh, so uh, what's his name? Jalen Hurts gets knocked out, right? Yeah, this is the Georgia drive. So Stetson Bennett gets sacked. They okay. have to kick a field goal. Then, yeah, Jalen Hurts was benched in this going into halftime. Right, and no, yeah. one had, you, no one had heard of Tua. If you, were, if you weren't a diehard yeah. Alabama fan, you're like, what are they doing pulling Jalen Hurts? And then look at that dime, as the kids call it. Right to Devontae Smith, who had won the Heisman, or wins the Heisman the next year, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. But uh, to win a game, a national college championship in overtime with a quarterback no one's ever heard of. Jalen Hurts had transferred from, or then transfers to Oklahoma, yes. right? Because he's kind of like, all right, I guess I'm done here. But this Tua guy, everyone's like, who's Tua? Who's this Tua guy? How do you say his last name? That. Yeah, you can't. I still can't. Tua Tagovailoa. That's why I call him Tua. Tagovailoa? Tagovailoa. Sure. How do you pronounce it? Tagovailoa. Goddamn. Right, I can't oh. do it. Gosh darn it. What? I thought we heard of him before he came in for the second half, though. Didn't we see him at some point? I think, like, like I'm saying, well, if you yeah. didn't watch every it, game. Yeah, okay. yeah, I mean, if Bama, Bama was up big, then he came in. Okay. Yeah, as yeah. a general fan. Yeah, I, I had never yeah. heard of him as someone who doesn't who hadn't watched a lot of Alabama games. I was like, what are they doing? Who is this guy? Yeah. And then he throws, and then he becomes a stud, and he's in the NFL. And now the Miami Dolphins are not hosting the Buffalo Bills, but rather they have to travel in yep. the playoffs. Um, what's that? So where are they going? You know, everyone. <laughs> They're going to play. God, everyone. They're going to play. Uh, the I know Chiefs. the Chiefs. They're going to Kansas City. No, <laughs> yeah, no? that is right. Yeah, they are. It is. <laughs> Why do you do this to me, Ryan? Uh, on this day in 1984, the NCAA, speaking of the NCAA, announced that the college basketball tournament will expand to 64 teams. Uh, in 1984, the tournament only was 53 schools playing a single elimination tournament. Of course, there was some bye weeks and stuff like that. So it switched to 64 and has become the March Madness we all know and love. I, I had no idea. I was watching hoops in the early 80s. Didn't realize it wasn't 64. Great job they did. I know. They're, they're really one they, of the best they, months. They've made it one of the greatest sporting events yeah. in the world. Probably when you talk about it, it it's best in a lot of ways because it's like, look, everyone has a shot. And you gotta you gotta win out. You just gotta win out, and you do it. I mean, it's 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 that's why March Madness is the best. Georgetown won the title in '64. Yeah, 1984. I hate Georgetown. Sorry. 84. What's that? Nothing. I was just adding to what you were saying. Annoyed by what I said? No, adding. To what you oh, were adding. Saying. I was like <laughs> yeah. annoyed. My God. In '84. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, MJ. All right. Let's go to pro. We're going to hoops. We went from college hoops to pro hoops. Why don't you take this one? Your boy Michael Jordan. What did he do today in the year two? Uh, the year in a year. <laughs> in 1993. 93. Yep. Michael Jordan scores his 20,000th point. And isn't it crazy? Look at the, the, the footage. Not that great. Not in HD. It doesn't seem that long ago to me, but Michael Jordan scores his 20,000th point. Not in HD, and what's going on? And then look, that's traveling. He's clearly walking with the ball right there. <laughs> they, uh, I don't know why they didn't call it on him. He got all the calls. He could take the Euro step, he could walk half court. Uh, with the ball. Second fastest, uh, second only to Will Chamberlain, who did it in 499 games. Will Chamberlain once averaged 50 points a season. It was kind of just feed Will. You know, uh, Adam Sandler has one of the best bits of all time. Will Chamberlain scored 100 points in a game, right? He goes, uh, he scored 100 points in a game. What are you, doubting the, the, the accuracy <laughs> No of footage. There's no footage. The game was played in Hershey, PA, when he played for the Sixers. So there's just one photo of him holding a sign that says 100 points. So Adam Sandler's bit is like on a timeout during the game. Coach huddles up and says, who's got Wilt? <laughs> and then an impression of the other team. Wilt, I'm open. 
<laughs> you got 87 points. Bill's got two because you dunked one off his head. But yeah, he scored 100 points in a game. So he did it faster than Jordan, but Jordan second fastest. So there you go. Kobe, uh, Kobe and LeBron ended up being, They ended up yeah. passing him. Yeah, yeah, they did. Kobe and LeBron. But that's also, um, they took a lot more three-pointers. Michael Jordan didn't take a lot of three-pointers well, at he, first. He got that record with the three. Yeah, uh, right yeah he got it on the three right there, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, happy birthday. We didn't get to it yet. No, we're doing Mike. Oh, yeah, we're doing uh, Steve Nash, another ba basketball thing. Los Angeles guard Steve Nash becomes the fifth player in NBA history to reach 10,000 assists. You want to talk about a guy who could dish it? Boom. That was the old uh, pick and roll. That wasn't a pick and roll, was it? No. It wasn't yeah, a pick and roll. He just it didn't was. fully pick yeah. it, yeah. Anyway, Nash is fifth all-time. Magic is fourth. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. A lot of people forget about Mark Jackson. He's a great announcer. He's third. Jason Kidd, uh, great as a head coach as well. Second. John Stockton, 15,806. Almost looks untouchable. Yeah, almost four thousand more than second. Than four thousand more kid. than second place. Yeah, and the way guys hog the ball nowadays, I don't. I don't know if that record's going to be broken for a long, long yeah. time. I, I wouldn't. Think I wouldn't so. think it. Plus, John Stockton wore the short shorts. He wore the super. Makes short him faster. Shorts. Made him faster. <laughs> <laughs> it made him faster. By the way, the whole entire crew here, ladies and gentlemen, is sick. We just want you to know that. If you hear some noises in the background, no, Jerry, it's not your fault. Uh, my mom said, I told my mom I was sick over the weekend. She said, well, did you go out on New Year's? She knew I went out on New Year's. She saw the show. She said, a lot of people, if you're around a lot of people, so maybe I was the one who got people sick here. Yeah. Could have been Probably. me, Ann. But Ann's under the weather. Ryan, you're, you're okay? Frank. Yeah, over the weekend. I was Over the weekend skipping, a little yeah. bit. Drew Dog, how are you? He's all right. Stay away from us. <laughs> Alex, stay away. Keep, keep clear. Move to the far side of the desk. <laughs> all right, last one. Uh, happy birthday. First of all, oh, David Bowie. It's David Bowie's birthday. Happy birthday to David Bowie. Um, is that him holding a birthday cake? <laughs> yeah. In his outfit from, uh, is that Legend or what? No. I, well, it was a fantasy movie he was in. Uh, Christian. Uh, I don't know if it's Legend. I think it was Legend. Uh, anyway. No, it's not Legend. I can't think of it. I don't know. He was in a fantasy movie. Damn it. But you want to talk about birthdays today, January 8th. I knew this the other day without looking it up. Ladies and gentlemen. Roll the footage. It's Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll. There he is. Was this the baddest man or what? Look at this. Viva Las Vegas. And then the show. Viva Las Vegas. I mean, come on. Elvis Presley, happy birthday to the king. There you go. You got the older Elvis in there, too. Uh, would have been 89 today. Or is he celebrating his 89th birthday somewhere? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I was a firm believer that Elvis was still alive. Because I wanted to grasp onto that. Then there was this book this woman put out, and it came with a cassette tape. That's how old I am again. And you'd play the cassette, and she said she had phone recordings from Elvis. From recent? No, from, from after, after he supposedly died. Okay. So this was like in the early, mid-80s. She's like, I talked to this guy, and he says he's Elvis. And in the interview, he's on a payphone. He's like, yeah, it's me. I went ahead, and I wanted to get over to Europe because I'd never been over to Europe. And then obviously someone disproved this right away and was like, he was in the army. He served in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> but then she'd be like, well, I knew that, but it was, he hadn't seen it as a tourist. It was like, you could punch holes in it, but it's a lot. If you go on the internet, you want to waste a day, go in and say, is Elvis still alive? There's videos. There's this preacher guy with silver hair that uh -huh. sounds like Elvis. Do you know the guy I'm talking yeah, I about? Do. I can't think. Is he around Nevada? Why do I think the guy's even maybe somewhere around here? I don't know. But 
Uh, everywhere you look in Vegas, there's still Elvis. Do you have any Elvis story? Your dad, your dad's probably an Elvis fan. I have a feeling. Oh yeah, and my mom's a huge Elvis fan. So we went to Memphis just last March. And you saw Graceland? Yes, it was I have fantastic. not seen Graceland. You haven't? I haven't. I have I'm not. shocked. I know. I've read so many books. My mom is the ultimate Elvis fan, who's probably still mad at me for mentioning the Monopoly board. But happy birthday to the king of rock and roll. I have not been there. I've seen many Elvis shows, many tribute shows. I know the Westgate used to be the Hilton, and I stayed there for three weeks shooting some once. And every night when we'd come in, there was the Elvis. There was a bronze statue of Elvis for having sold out like, you know, 100 nights in a row there. I don't know if the Westgate kept it, though. I don't either. I, don't think I so. hope they did. But I would assume they did. Yeah, you yeah. would hope so. They didn't get rid of it because he got married at the Intercontinental, which is now something else. Chris will know all this. Uh, anyway, I have a question for you. This is an Elvis question for you since you're a big Elvis fan. <laughs> I have a question for your suspicious mind, Alex. I have footage of a Hall of Fame quarterback playing football on the exact same field. Because Elvis, do you have the college football footage or do you have the football footage of Elvis playing football? Is it combined? Okay, you didn't. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. You one. forgot about that. One. That's okay. Um, you were busy talking about Justin Fields all night to your friends, probably saying <laughs> that you want him to stay. All right, so Elvis played college. He loved to play football with his friends. They played flag football a lot. On the same field where he played in Memphis, what Hall of Fame quarterback dressed as Elvis and played football? Was it Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, or Tim Tebow? There's a hint there because Hall of Fame quarterback. Don't, don't! Oh, first you forget the footage, and now you're going to help her out. I don't know. Who do you Ryan, think, Peyton or Brett in. Favre? Well, I mean, I, I made the thing, so I can't step in. Yeah, he can't help you. Take a guess, Brett or Peyton? Peyton. It's Peyton Manning. Show the footage. So he did that show where he traveled Peyton's place, so he dressed as Elvis. He found the exact park where Elvis used to play with his buddies. So he wanted to play football dressed as Elvis. So <laughs> how funny is that? Look, he's fanning the cape open. That's an audible. It's an That's <laughs> is that audible. Is that what he said? It's an audible. Yeah. And then look at him just still throwing the ball deep with accuracy. Is a kid catch it? <laughs> I, it had to be Peyton. Had to be he's Peyton goofy, Manning. Yeah. yeah, and he played at Tennessee. So there you go. It makes sense. Uh, isn't, that a great, isn't that a great clip, though, him playing dressed as Elvis? That's an audible. Elvis, happy birthday to the king. All right, so Alex, let's talk about football. UT's talking about some props. Ladies and gentlemen, come down to the South Point, watch the national championship game. It starts at like 4.30 or something. Or is that just coverage at 4.30? I think that, that's coverage. Coverage is at 4.30. I don't know. When is the kickoff? No, it's. I think it's at 4.30. It is 4.30. It is 4.30. It's a 4.30 yeah. kick. Kickoff coverage starts right now. I guarantee you they're already doing it. Yeah, it's an early kick for the East Coast, which is nice. Very nice. For kids. Well, that's why I said yeah. after Sports by the Book from 3 to 4, if any of the crew wants to hang out and watch the game, we could either there yeah. or here. But Chris, Chris did say that they have a booth for us. Oh, they do. Okay, is it reserved for Denny Nagel and not me? <laughs> yeah, that's the only way <laughs> yeah. you can get a booth here. All right, yeah, that's a good idea. Listen, you got to come down. There's going to be a ton of action. I walked in today, and uh, someone held the door for me in a Michigan jersey, and then I saw a Washington a couple people Ooh. in Washington jerseys um, getting Starbucks. So make sure you come down to the South Point. It's going to be a good place to watch the game. So Chris Andrews, who will be on in a few minutes, brought this sheet, put out this sheet here. CFP championship props. So we've all taken a look at it. Alex, you took a look at it. What's grabbing your eye? Well, first of all, the, the number's moving today, so we'll oh. have to talk to Chris about that. But yeah. money for Michigan coming in because now Washington is a five-point underdog. Oh, wow. Even five and a half at some places. Whoa. So this will be interesting to talk about him. And I didn't plan on coming in this aggressive, but I did wear the purple. So oh, I, you am, did? <laughs> I am backing Washington today. Taking the points. I mean, they've won 21 straight games. I know. And I still think we might have them undervalued in the power rating. So I took the five with Washington. But yeah, let's talk about some props. So Please. 
Do you want to start with the two quarterbacks? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Michael Penix passing yards prop 294 and a half here on this sheet. His median this year, 326. I know, but that, that Big Ten defense of Michigan, I know. All right, so what are you, what are you leaning towards? What do you like? Uh, so I didn't do anything with the quarterbacks. Oh, okay, all right. But just giving out the numbers. for 294. People, 294 against Michigan. Although, I mean, they're going to throw the ball. He's going to throw. They have to. And they Dylan Johnson, their main running back, was injured almost last cost week in the game them, Almost Texas. cost him the game against Texas, yeah. So they're definitely going to rely on his arm. So he went over that prop in 10 of 14 games this year. but And one or two of those were bad weather games, too, that he went under. So the guy likes to air it out. Scouts are watching. Bears are watching. Would you like the Bears to take penny? I know you want him to trade down. What if they took him? I wouldn't mind that closer to 10 than yeah. the top. Yeah, he's not the number hold one. On, hold on. I saw reports that the Raiders may be getting him. So let's <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. Because you know let's what? Let's let him come to Vegas and help Go to New York. Be a Al, Davis, <laughs> Al Davis is dead, but Al Davis would somehow come back to life to drop, to drop Penix. Because he loves the deep ball. That's what he loved more than anything. He wouldn't look good in a bear. He doesn't look like a bear. No, but he can play no. in the weather. No, he no. can play in the weather. Although the last lefty quarterback the Bears had that I can think of is Cade McNown. Do you remember Cade McNown? I know Chris does. Cade McNown was drafted out of UCLA. Okay. At UCLA, Cade McNown was unbelievable. He was the first, he might have been the Bears' first round pick. So he had a reputation look, of being LA kind of a jerk. What's that? I said, look, another LA quarterback. Yeah, right. That's kind of a jerk. Ex no. <laughs> so he had a reputation of kind of being a jerk. Here's what cemented it for the local media. That, that doomed his career. I don't know if Chris remembers this. The day of his introductory press conference, he shows up, parks in a handicapped spot, and comes into the press conference to introduce himself after having parked. Because he, in, in UCLA, he parked anywhere he wanted. Westwood parking sucks. He parked anywhere. The, it later came out that he had all these tickets. Parked in the handicapped spot and said, hey, I'm your new quarterback. And Chicago <laughs> media was like, oh boy, here we go. Still looking for that elusive great quarterback, aren't you? I loved him, too, at UCLA, but, yeah, he did that. So are the Steelers. Yeah, what? So are the Steelers. <laughs> we have Mason Rudolph looking yeah. up right now. I'm looking Chris at, is that, that's oh, that's there. Green Bay. They both have yellow pants. <laughs> have they not heard of Ben Have they not Thank you, Chris. Come on in. Let yeah, Chris you don't Andrews have him anymore. The director of the sports book. You don't have him anymore. We don't have Ben. We weren't searching. Yeah, we weren't searching. Years. You are now. You you guys have searched it since Sid Luckman. All right. I mean, that's, you know, what, true. 78 Super years, Bowl 80 since years? Then. Okay. Who's your best quarterback? Bobby Douglas? The Jim McMahon, I guess. One he's year. One Thank you. Funky quarterback who wore a Bears Christmas jersey side. to his super, the White House when he won with the Packers. So, bear the down. <laughs> See? First couple months of that. Look at that. Mouthing off to his boss, to both bosses. I know. That's right. <laughs> You're back to calling him Mr. McMahon. That's Nicotero. right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, McMahon won a ring with the head. Packers? Okay. Yeah. Oh, he did as a backup? I didn't even know yeah. that. Chris Andrews, our sportsbook director here, is wearing it. This is the purple side here. Yeah. yeah. You're That's wearing good. your UW shirt. Well. Is that okay. how you want people to bet? Or are you feeling you want to <laughs> No, everybody knows. When I go on, a, I go a lot of places. When, sure. I, when I'm on a college campus, I like to get a shirt. You do. I have a UW shirt. I'm wearing it today. There if I'm go. not wearing it today, when am I going to wear it? Have you ever been to the, the big house in Michigan? I've never no. been there. Yeah, if I've I had a Michigan been. shirt, I'd probably wear that. But. But I, no, I take that back. <laughs> I don't wear any Big Ten uh, other than Penn State. Penn State, because that's but now it's so big. I don't even keep track of who's in it. So but Alex just brought up a good point forward. that there's a lot of movement on this game. I mean, the yeah. sheet says four. So what's going on? We're I don't, up I don't, to five. I'm up to two twenty with the money line. 
all over the place with the total. I can't even remember where I'm at. With it the says total. 56 on the sheet. Nah, it's not 56 anymore, but I can't remember if it's 56 and a half or 55 and a half because I've been all over the place. But a lot of money for Michigan coming in today. We had some early action on Washington, which yeah. is good. Set me up good. Futures are good. Futures are good both ways. They're good with Washington. They're great with Michigan. So I'm in kind of a, you know, right now I'm going to probably need Washington, though, once they kick off. Probably. Right. But we got, what, five hours to go. Yeah, well, it's an early kick. It's at 4.30. Oh, we've got four, four hours. Less go. than four hours away. Oh, my goodness. 4.30. Right. Who That's cares about kickoff on time? People? I, I mean, know. Come on. <laughs> Well, you know, it's good for kids that I guess that you know the game starting at seven thirty, they can be in bed by nine thirty, get their action yeah. in early. You know. <laughs> oh, that is so late for East Coast, even seven thirty. I know, and that's a nice time for it? them. I have I, no I, idea. I could barely do it here. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, Monday Night Football started at nine. Yeah, and I remember Monday Night Football game would be at nine, and I had a TV in my room. I would turn the it was a black and white. It was a black and white. It only got two colors, Ryan. Black and white. So what I would do is I would turn the brightness down so the, the brightness wouldn't emanate from under the door and my parents yeah. would walk by and not know. So I'd watch like a game and it, it started at nine and halftime wasn't until yeah. like 10 and I wanted yeah. to see the halftime because they always did like- It's the only Howard time Co you got highlights. Yeah. Howard back, uh, it, I tell people today, they don't believe me. No. You know, when I gave my Uncle Jack Hall of Fame speech, I said, you know, back then we had one game on Saturday, one college game. That yeah. was it. Everybody's looking at me like, no. And a couple of the older guys are saying, yeah, that's what it Keith was. Jackson. One game on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. right. And that's where you got highlights. You're right. At halftime, Howard Cosell. And, it's the only time you saw it. And yeah. that's where I, so I would try to stay up till halftime at least, but it was a struggle, yeah. man. It was like 1030 yeah. and games wouldn't be over till midnight. I remember when the Steelers were playing the Oilers in 79, when we moved back there and I would try to stay up and watch the game. And there was a weird onside. I missed the whole thing and had to get up and see the highlights on the Today Show with Tom Brokaw or something. But yeah, nine o'clock kickoff. It's crazy. It was at midnight. Games running at midnight. That was ridiculous. So uh, Alex was talking about some prop bets, and she was uh, she was just pointing out um, Michael Penix. And then, did you want to talk JJ McCarthy's over? Yeah, let's as well? talk about JJ McCarthy. So his passing yards prop bet is two hundred three and a half. Mm. Median for this year two seventeen. Um, he had two hundred and twenty one in the game against Bama, so he had a huge game last week. So yeah. I think that's why it's a little bit. Well, actually, his median is higher than it. I don't know. I think that might be a good one because why? Which way? Um, J.J. McCarthy passing over. Over. Okay. Well, I think that if Washington's smart, they're going to shut down Blake Corum. And yeah. I think um, that means they're going to have to rely on J.J. McCarthy's arm. I think that's, throw it a little more. that's the key right there. It Can is they the shut key. down the running game or not? You know, I mean, I think that's the key. And that's, you know, big question mark. Um, listen, I think it's going to be a great game tonight. Yeah. I really have a lot of respect for both coaches. You know, the Washington coach kind of screwed up the time the other day. But, I mean, he's really been a terrific coach all year. You know, one game, I mean, something like what call it the fog of war. Sometimes yeah. you get a little confused. Yeah. But he's been a terrific coach. Both these guys are great coaches. And, uh, you know, they're going to try to take away whatever the other team does best. Uh, can they succeed? Some guys are saying, you know, Penix has never faced a defense like this all year. Well, pick any quarterback. They got the best defense in the country. Yeah, right. The second best, <laughs> you know, one of the two. Yeah. You know, nobody's faced a defense like this. But we'll see. I mean, that's going to be the test of the game. You got, you know, two you know, great opponents at this point. And I'm looking forward to a terrific game, you know, and, and at this point, I, I don't even know who I'm going to need. Yeah. You know, and what was Washington at the beginning of the year until uh, in the national championship? Not that high. Really? We kind of okay. knew they were going to be good. The yeah. Big, I'm trying the, to think maybe actually. like 30 to one. Something okay. like that. All right. you know. Now, Ryan, a real quick question here for you. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, if he wins or he doesn't win, everyone thinks he's leaving Michigan. Yeah. I'd welcome him back to Chicago. Take him as a bears coach. Yeah. Why not? He knows Justin Fields. Oh yeah, that's true. He played yeah, against him. Yeah, played against Justin Fields, so he knows 
what you the think Harbaugh stays or goes, even win or loss? I, th- I think he goes. No I think he goes what. no matter what, yeah, right? No matter what. Yeah. After that whole controversy, the whole season, yeah. he was only on the sideline for what five games. I mean, yeah. he missed the first three and then the middle three there. Plus, he's been to the Super Bowl as a head coach in the NFL. And yeah. by the way, so he was he almost there as a player. I was yeah. at Three Rivers Stadium on that. Hail oh, Mary! Were you really? I was. Oof. I was right here. It was at the opposite end of the field. It was against the Steelers, Colts, ninety right here, uh, whatever year. I think it was the nineties. Yeah, 96 when we played Dallas. Yeah, yeah. 90, it was nine, December of 95, January of 96, whatever. Through the Hail Mary, and I think the guy's name was Bailey for the Colts. I thought he caught it. And if you watch, there is a hush in the stadium yeah. until you see the ref go like this, and we're like, okay, we're going to the Super Bowl. That's funny. When he let go of it, I oh. said, oh, this is way out of the end zone. And then yeah. you see, oh, wait, no, it's not. Yeah. Oh. Uh, was that, that was, I mean, if that would have happened, oh, oh my God, God, that would have been devastating yeah. to me. But. The we Charger loss was devastating enough. The Charger loss was the worst. That was 14 point favorites, I believe. For you. Now we were ah, and a Charger fan. <laughs> now I think we were only 10 point favorites, but that, you know that, something huge. Yeah, money wise, I made a fortune that weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So it's kind of a long story, but you know, we, I was one of the only guys in town taking teasers on the playoffs, and I, I told my bosses, I said, you can't, you can't take teasers all year and then not take them in the playoffs. Right. You just can't do that. Yeah. You know, so it was oh, one of those deals where. They they tease. I'm trying to think. But okay, it was the Niners were hosting Dallas? Right. It was like a seven point favorite. So they're getting them to even. So they teased them down <laughs> to even. But I had a ton of money on Dallas on the money line. So I kind of. So it was. Yeah. It was a good week. It was a good week in there. <laughs> but then they teased the hell out of Pittsburgh. Right. And I got nothing on the money line on. On San Diego. Yeah. So it was like a huge, I remember a huge weekend. My, <laughs> wow. my bosses are slapping me on the back. Oh, great job. Great. And I'm thinking, you know, I was the Steelers and goes, wasn't that great? By the way, the Music City Miracle, which I know you talked yeah. finally about, and we were talking about Frank Wycheck, who passed yeah. away the week that it happened in Kansas City with Kelsey. Right. And no one was talking about Nobody it. Nobody talked about it. I saw Wilbon finally mention it, but the line was, was minus five on the Titans. So they kicked the extra point and covered. Do you remember that game? I, or? I do. And it's so funny because. You know, I mean, I've been a bookmaker all my life, but right. a lot of my friends are on the other side of the counter. So my cousin, okay, he calls me. He says, when I when Buffalo scored, he yeah, goes, they kicked the field goal. I, I ran across the street. I had to go do something. By the time I got across the street, and he got killed on the game. Oh my I, god! I, I says, well, I did great. Oh my god! All right, so you had a couple of props you wanted to give out, right, Alex? Well, so that um. We went through the quarterbacks. Okay, so I do like Blake Corum under his rushing yards. The prop is 104 and a half. Under his median on the year is 77. So he- By the way, I'm going to interrupt. Yeah. Thank you for bringing up medians. I, that's funny. I said to Frank, when Chris comes in here, maybe he can do a good job explaining. I have had so many problems with people over the years who just go by averages. Okay. Average, and I sent that little picture out we don't want to talk about it because we don't want to get political oh yeah averages (laughs) averages yeah but averages can really skew the number what is a median for those people who are wondering essentially the the number that's in the middle okay you know half over half under okay whatever you know you're whatever you're doing okay you know averages so if like i i remember my one guy telling me the you know the average horse paid you know like 15 dollars or something like that you know at a a track right well you can't go by the average if you had you know, six horses that paid two forty and one that paid sixty eight dollars. You <laughs> right. know, you're going to go by the average. That yeah. doesn't tell you the story, right? You know, and he looked at me like, "Oh yeah, that's a good." <laughs> you know? So you got to go by. You know, what's the middle where you know you can get half will go over. You know, in our line sure. of work, half will go over, half will go under. You know, and 
averages can totally distort that. You know, to, to, to be honest with you, medi medians can distort it too. Right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you have to look a little bit deeper, but medians are much better than averages to go and, nice. and look to make your number. And I'll, congratulations, She's young lady, for bringing it up on the show the other day. And somebody pointed it out to me. I said, oh, thank God. Because usually they'll say, oh, his average run is yeah. you know, 4.9 yards. You know, okay. Well, Barry Sanders would be a good example of median, right? Because he had these, he'd have 90-yard runs, but then he'd have two yards, one yard, two yeah. yard, lose a yard. I mean, almost <laughs> every running back is like yeah. that. You know, they rip off a 60-yard run. Yeah. And, well, you can't. I said, well, yeah, but I, they do that for everybody. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? So, again, you have to go look a little bit deeper. But medians are much a much better way, and again, they're not flawless either. Sure, but they're a much better way to look at numbers when you're handicapping than averages. I thought I found the average too for Blake Corum, but I didn't. But an example though, Penix's passing yard, his median is three hundred and twenty six. His average is three thirty two. So sometimes it doesn't really matter, and you just right. know yeah. he's right. very consistent yeah. through the air this year. But yeah, so I'm going under in Blake Corum's, and then there's one. Wide receiver, I'm going to take a shot on, and that is Washington's wide receiver, Jalen Polk. His receiving yards is 53 and yeah. a half. Went over that in nine of the 12 games he played in. Only 57 against Oregon, but 122 against Texas. So it's tough because they have like the three-head monster, right? They have right. three really good exactly. wide receivers. You don't know which right. one. I just think his is a little bit low. So I do too. Let me I, tell you right now, nothing wrong with playing a hunch. No, exactly. Well, and also, didn't he have he had the seventy-seven yard completion against Texas right away? Yes, he did. So it was over hitting one play, which people like me love, and yeah. also B Town Dummy. Um, all right, so those are your two. Those props. are my two. Yes. So yeah, Polk Polk over Corum under, and I'll just I, I, just because you just mentioned this, um, Odunze. Yeah, I have bet him all year. I have bet his overs all year. My buddy Christian, who went to UW, and I watched a lot of Washington games with, we always took him. We had him last week against Texas, or yeah, last week. Two weeks ago? Was it two weeks ago? Last week. It was last week. Was it two weeks ago? It was January 1st. All right, the whole year is probably last week. Uh, he, was he was about 100 and a half, 101 and a half, depending on where you got in. Three minutes ago in the game, he had that, that pass, maybe Penix's best pass down the sideline, kind of the back shoulder or whatever. Anyway, that was the one that put him over. So I've won all year with him. So I'm going to take the same. I'm going over Odunze. I, I really like his, his over. And I think. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot to win. Like you said, starting running backs out. Ryan, do you have any props in this game oh, that you're looking at? Oh, he is going to oh. play. He is going to play. Yeah. But he's, he's not 100%. Try. Right. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Ryan? So, prop that I like, both, both quarterbacks' touchdown props are both one and a half. I like J.J. McCarthy's over one and a half. That's yeah. plus money. It's 140 here at South Point. Um, he had two passing touchdowns last week against Alabama. Um, if they, if Washington does end up stopping Blake Corum, they're going to have to score somehow. Yeah. And so that'll be through the air and JJ McCarthy. Yeah. I looked at that as well. And too. even though Corum, doesn't he have the record now for touchdowns with Michigan? I thought one and a half. I thought in this game, it's going to be a shootout. I mean, everyone's saying 31, 28, somewhere in the high fifties. I know the over under is about 50 high, 55 and a half or 56 here. 55. That would probably, that makes sense. Um, Nothing on Penix, though? Or what do you think of Penix, though? It well, his you have to lay $2 for over yeah. one and a half. Oh, it is yeah, minus so two. It's, it's yeah. a big We're favor. not in the habit of giving away money. Well, I shouldn't say we're not in the habit. We're not in the business of giving away money. <laughs> Sometimes we are in the habit of giving away money. <laughs> I, my question about this game is it's going to be won and lost on the line of scrimmage. Can the Michigan defense beat the Joe Moore award-winning offensive yeah. line for Washington and Get pressure on Michael Penix. We saw what happens with Michael Penix last week with him not facing any pressure. He can just carve you up and pick you apart. Can Michigan's massive yep. defensive line get through it, 
force him out of the pocket and beat them that way. Very well said. All right. And we haven't had Chris here in a couple weeks because Monday was Christmas. It was New Year's Day. So we're glad to have you in here. Uh, While we have you here and before Friday when Alex comes back and we talk the NFL playoffs, we got to look at the NFL playoffs right now. It looks like uh, the Ravens uh, to win the Super Bowl. We'll look at the Super Bowl, which is being played right down the street, ladies and gentlemen. We're very excited. Super Bowl is going to be here in a month. Baltimore Ravens plus 325, even after that game. Of course, none of their starters were playing. The longest shot, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why is Tampa Bay Philly the Monday night game, Chris? Any re- Why would that be the feature game by the NFL? I'm not in charge of programming. Or I know. Obviously, I that- <laughs> the, the, the Montana the South oh, yeah. Dakota State game. With, who made that decision? By the way, that, you're talking about yesterday's championship, the FC. What is it called? FCS. The, uh, FCS. FCS. And you you actually watched the game, right? Well, yeah, because I got two daughters and a grandson in Montana. And my, Montana. Da- my one daughter, I'm going to sing her praises, just got admitted to the doctorate program. At, uh, Congratulations. Oh, wow. Congrats. Well, I'm a medical doctor. She's not going to perform heart surgery. Right. So, <laughs> well, we could have Education. And who yeah, won? Did South Dakota, who won the game? South Dakota State, State was okay. dominant. Okay. Yeah, they're good. It yeah. seems like those Dakotas always win. So, anyway. Uh, looking at the NFL, what's what's the the book like on the early early action going on? Uh, I don't know. So far, yeah. we've had a lot of you know they they bet me uh, got run through the games real quick. I'll tell you. Sure. Uh, well, here they're right there. Yeah. Uh, well, we okay. got we so the first game is Cleveland Texas. Well, they laid two and a half, took yeah. three. Okay. They laid two and a half on Cleveland, took three on Houston. Uh, Chiefs, I opened three. They laid it. They opened. They laid a little three and a half. I went to four on a hunch. Okay. Because I think the public, once they find out it's going to be zero. It's going to be zero degrees. Zero degrees in Kansas City (laughs) on Saturday night. Those Miami boys. And I'm not telling you the winner. I'm just telling you what people are going to bet. So I went to four. There's a couple fours in the market, usually like some plus money and all. On the favor, but I went the four flat. We've already gotten a little bit of business, but I'm going to take some more because wow. I think it's going to end up at four. You- and then uh, the bills, I opened nine and a half. They laid it. I went, I went to ten. They took it. I went back to nine and a half. They laid it again. I'm back to ten. Back to ten. <laughs> uh, Cowboys, I opened eight. They took it. I'm down to seven and a half. Okay. Lines back and forth between three, three and a half, three, three and a half. I like the three and a half. Stafford a revenge better. game. I think Detroit has been one of the strongest. I they, I think. I have two teams with a three-point home field advantage, and um, Detroit is one of them. Yeah. Uh, so I KC and, and Detroit, right? Yeah, I think. Right, well, no, not KC. Oh, KC's not. Well, no, three KC point. Dallas. I think. And yeah. oh, I think Dallas least. and Green Bay, yeah. both three. And uh, you know, I'm but sorry. anyway, I think three and a half is a better number. And Philly and Tampa. Ugh. You know, I opened two. They laid it. I, they laid two and a half. I went to three. They took it. I think it's going to be a two with and a half, Philly. three game. But well, I'll tell you what. I I couldn't bet Philly. That's the ugliest I, game. No, no way I could bet. That is Philly. such an ugly game that they put on Monday night. Yeah, I, I still I don't get it. I could not bet Philly in that game. I th- that looks like a good teaser game for the dog. Teaser I game. teased Philly Absolutely. yesterday. You teased Philly against the Giants. How'd you do? I did not do well at all. But I, by the way, I was no, never in it. I no. had them with. I had the other two legs were winners. I mean, the Eagles. You're you're kidding me. That's what you show up with on the final game yeah. of the year. Hey, by the way, we got show and tell. I got one show and tell. You do. I didn't bring it because okay. it, it's a hanging in my office. It's too. It's way too big. All right, we'll put a but picture I, of it on. Fire. I got a picture of oh, it. Oh, you here. have a picture of it. I got a picture of it. I don't know if anybody <laughs> could zoom in on it. I don't know if you could zoom in on it. Yeah, you probably can't. It's too small. <laughs> what is but, it? But but <laughs> there's a little story behind that. I've tried to tell it as quick as I can. Yeah, take there's your a time. guy. This is up in Reno. Guy hit me up one time. I can't remember the story. I, I lent him three hundred dollars. Okay. 
and he was still betting in my joint and all that. And I, you know, I never, every side, I didn't pester him or anything. Right. Every once in a while, you ever, ever going to pay? Oh, yeah. I, you know, I, I got some good once plays this, this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this went on. So finally, I mean, this is a couple of years. <laughs> I, I asked him, I'm like, listen, we both know I'm not going to pay you back. <laughs> <laughs> Would you take these pictures and, and we'll call it even? Well, it was the pictures of like in five by sevens or whatever it is of the 1960 Pittsburgh Pirates starting lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you told me this story. I showed about you that. the yeah, picture. And I put, and I mean, you catch your first base, second yeah, base. Yeah, yeah. You have the, the diamond. Three of the pitchers and Danny Murtaugh, the manager. Then I made a little plaque. I finally said, well, see, this one, I'm getting nothing. Right. You must you know, <laughs> so I am going to get it. You know, so I, I, I got it and I got it hanging in my office. It's one of my most. But how much did the framing job cost? More than 300, 300. probably, yeah, right. you know, something like that. So it cost me a lot to get that, but it's still hanging in my office, and I love that collection. I think it's the movie Bronx Tale, right, where uh, Chaz Palminteri Sonny, yeah, and the kid sees a guy that owes him twenty bucks, yeah. and he wants to run after him. He's like, "What are you running after him for?" He goes, "You you hate the guy, right?" Well, there you go, twenty bucks. You never have to see him again or talk to him again. It's worth twenty bucks, something like that. And uh, in your case, you you got something out of it. Yeah, Colosiano got nothing. C Colosiano, that was his name. Um, what a great show. I mean, what an informative show. So tonight, just recapping your two picks. And did you have anything else tonight or just the two? No, props? that's it. So I was going to talk to you about Penguins, Flyers, under six, but. You like it or you don't like I it? I do like it. You I, do like it? Yeah. I I think it should have been five and a half, but okay. last time, well, actually. Well, we had the we wrong goalie. Though. We had the wrong goalie. Yeah, there the wrong goalie. wasn't Good playing in that Jari. game. Right. And this, these two hate each other. Yeah. Ooh, so it's going to be a battle. This oh, is the yeah. biggest, right? These, yeah. these teams, I've, I've been to a, I want my buddy Bill, who will be out here with Josh Owey, is going to be in studio on the 20th, January 20th, because they're coming out for the Penguins Gold Knights game. And uh, he took me to a Flyers-Penguins uh, game once, and it was ugly. The stands were ugly. Yeah. The game got ugly. There was fighting at the end. It's just, that's a bad rivalry right that, now. It's our own bet. show, right? I got another quick story. Yeah, go when for I'm it. In college, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when I'm in college, you know, I'm, I got to meet you know, three of my buddies down at the arena. We're going to go watch, we're going to watch a hockey game tonight. I have the tickets at home. I'm running late, of course. You know, I run the red light like right on the corner where my house is, right on the corner. Right. I didn't see the cop. Pulls me over. He he goes, kid. And he looks at my license. Kid, what are you doing? You live right here. Yeah. I says, well, I'm late for the hockey game. I says, I have my tickets at home. I got to go beat my buddies. And, you know, and he just looks at me. Playing Philly tonight, right? Yeah. I said, yeah. Go ahead. Get the hell out of here. Oh, nice. Yeah. See that? Had they been playing somebody else, maybe he doesn't yeah, like you go. You know, Detroit or yeah, LA. He doesn't want you to miss yeah, the I'm game. Sorry, I got to write you up. Yeah. That's, that was a good cop right there. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, enjoy the national championship game tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Ryan, do you have any feel for the game? I mean, we're all rooting for Washington because we were gifted on yes. Christmas. All given those tickets. Uh, a win ticket on Washington from Ann, our director. So uh, do you know where your ticket is, by the way? Yeah, I do. Okay. Jeff Parles said it's in one of two places. He's not sure. I found mine. It's at home, so I'm waiting, hopefully, to cash it tonight. Good. But who do you like in the game tonight? I don't know. I, I, I have been very much into the noise factor, and so I think that everybody and their mom has been hyping up Washington. This team hasn't gotten enough respect. Yeah. Michigan's had the mantra all year of us, us against everybody. Right. And I think they took that bulletin, bulletin board material real seriously, and I kind of like them to cover tonight. All right. You like... Michigan. Michigan. Oh, okay. All right. But, I mean, I would, wouldn't would mind the, the ticket win. Oh, yeah. We got money on it. Jeez. All right. I'm expecting a close game. Maybe a three-point game. So, that's why I took the points with Washington. But I won't be disappointed if either win. Like you said, they've both good been game. through a lot this year yeah. and overcome a lot. So, I'm excited about both of them being in that position.
All right, remember, it's an early kickoff, and Sports by the Book is on today at 3 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. So they're going to go. Uh, they're going to have more information for you. Chris, are you on the, you're on the show? I'm yeah. on the show. And okay. probably Benny will stop in for that one. And I, I would love to hear what Jeff Parles takes is on some of these props and some stuff. So come back and watch. I want to ask you one thing. Yeah. Sorry, we're keeping it. No, 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 it. go. When I made my numbers last night and I made Buffalo a 10-point favorite, oh. I was like, oh, no, it's probably like 7, and Frank's going to be really mad at me. And it was right there. How do you feel about that? It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Steelers have been running the ball so effective. No, T- no JJ Watt. What's or that? T- no TJ Watt. No TJ Watt. That does hurt. That, that's that's biggest at least down. half a point. Marcus Cole. I know. That's, that's at least half a point. Maybe more maybe with point. that mobile quarterback. Buffalo has the fourth worst run, uh, run defense. So the Steelers are running the ball the way the yeah. offensive line is gelled. It's going to be cold there. It's, it's Steeler weather. I actually wanted them to play. Kansas City, because I think we would have yeah. beat Kansas City. Yeah. I wanted Kansas City. I'm looking City. to ugly it up, yeah. and we could play really good ugly against Kansas City. Yes. Buffalo could play really good ugly against us. Agree. You know, I so. totally agree. So I was a little disappointed. I wanted to see KC, because what would have that line been, do you think? KC Steelers? Steelers traveling to KC at zero degrees out? First of all, like I said, KC has the most overrated home field advantage they do. in, in oh, football. Oh, really? You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. The most overrated. They Not say that the they fans, don't win. Right. They they just win just as much on the road. There's right. no difference. Okay. Uh, I I would you know, probably like six and a half, seven. Yeah. Like Still a touchdown. Damn. All right. Well, we'll see. It's going to be good. Let's see how uh, the week plays. But anyway, tonight the most important thing: college football playoff. Uh, go UW. I'm rooting for UW and Adunze over 100. Quorum under. And what was your other prop? It was Polk. Polk Jaylen over. Jalen Polk over. She gave you an under and an over. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for watching the show. We'll be back tomorrow. Chris Andrews. Thanks for. We haven't seen Chris in like three weeks. Glad he's back. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, uh, Drew Dog in the house filling in. And feel better. And Jerry, the whole crew's got the sniffles. Uh, vitamin C. Vitamin C is what Ann told us to do. All right. Uh, Punchlines live in Nevada every show. See you tomorrow.